Hello, everybody, and welcome to the RL Football Report, the podcast covering all things football at all levels. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in to episode two as we're going to be making our way through our series through the NFL, looking through all teams right before the preseason. We covered the NFC West last week, and we are now going to be covering the NFC North this week. My name is Ryan Ketchum, joined alongside Larry Sanderson. We have Bill Jones, as well as Chris Ramirez, who couldn't make it this week, but he is going to be back for the next episode as once again we're making our way through the nfl we're going division by division going through the nfc right now and then we'll be moving on to the afc in a couple weeks so to start things off obviously the nfc north has the green bay packers involved i think we would be doing a disservice if we didn't talk about aaron Rodgers, that yeah. whole situation i mean the biggest story in the nfl during the offseason not just the nfc north so aaron Rodgers. Doesn't we don't know if he's going to be coming back? We know there's a lot of drama in there. What do you think this whole situation is going to turn like? And if Aaron Rodgers uh, isn't part of the Green Bay Packers, how do you think they're going to be? They'll win three or four games. They'll win three or four games. But with the uh, new news uh, this week that uh, Green Bay lost like 36 million because of the uh, COVID 19, uh, he he's looking for a new contract. He's looking for money. He's coming back. I think he's ninety percent chance he's coming back. There, yeah, he's not going to walk. He's not going anywhere. I'm afraid to say that, and uh, and it's bad public relations for him to uh, tell everybody that that he doesn't want to play there, and it's a money situation, especially when the team is losing money left and right because of COVID nineteen last year. Yeah, I, I agree. He'll probably come back, like Larry's. Said, I think a lot of his frustration, and this is something I've kind of been listening to for the last couple of years, is that the Packers are an underachieving franchise. And I think Larry of uh, Aaron Rodgers with only what one Super Bowl appearance, Larry Ryan. Yeah, one nope. Super Bowl appearance in in fifteen years. 14, 15 years. I, I don't feel, and I think people in Green Bay don't feel, they build up the team around him sufficiently and give him enough weapons on a yearly basis. And I think that... I think they do have the weapons, but their defense can't stop the run. Uh, their defense is relying on Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to have a, a season like last year, 48 touchdowns, only five interceptions. And Aaron Jones had over 100, 1,000 yards. They... Their defense must step it up. If they don't step it up, they're in deep trouble. And then you look at the schedule. I looked at the schedule before our podcast. Right. Most of these teams are running teams. If they run the football and they stick to their game plan, Aaron Rodgers doesn't get on the field. He's going to be playing from behind. He won't be playing from ahead. I know he's a great player, but, I mean – what happens if Devonnie Adams uh, does not play? They their production uh, went down dramatically. Green Bay. Green Bay. Yeah, what I mean, the, yeah, did, you yeah, saw their I production. Much out of the Packers. I think the Packers I mean, are gonna uh, really struggle this year, Larry. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, their their leading sacker was uh uh diesel de- uh. Uh, Smith, the the linebacker, he had 12, 12 sacks, and they run a three three four 
they got to get pressure by their their front three to get to the quarterback. That's what happened in the NFC Championship game. They couldn't get to a to a crippled uh, Tom Brady, which we found out last last week that he had an MCL. <laughs> I I think the Packers are going to have a significant drop off, but now I'm looking at the division right now, and uh, even if they drop down to nine wins, I think they can still win the division. They could probably sneak in, but the other teams. Uh, I mean, I looked. I, I see improvement with the uh, the Detroit Lions. I see what I, they're I trying never. to do. I like what they're doing because uh, Anthony Lynn was the running back coach at Buffalo. He liked that short passing game. That's what he tried to do in San Diego before we found out Justin Herbert or L.A. when Justin Herbert was the uh, real deal, and he couldn't do that with uh, Tyron Taylor. Right. So now, now Jared Goff, first two years, he's good if you get script plays. If he has to run on his own and make his own plays and run and, and throw the deep ball, he's a disaster ready to happen. But a well, short passing game, it could happen. And the key is, uh, is DeAndre Swift, the second-year guy out of Georgia, and if he has a big year, who knows? You know, Detroit, Detroit and Dan Campbell. Dan mm-hmm. Campbell is changing that culture there. Brad Holmes is uh, assisting the Les Snead. And he got Michael Brockers on that team. Uh, he got the rookie out of USC, uh, Sean Armand. Or Sean Brown. Not, not to be a hater, but... And I know I, I sound like that. I think they're a year away, two years away, uh, but I man, think they're going to improve. I just criticized Green Bay, which is maybe an overreach, even though some people yeah. But I, I consider the Detroit Lions right there with the Cleveland Browns as one of the most inept franchises in the history of the NFL. And I just yeah. throw faith they're, they're going to do it. I like what they're doing the next – it's going to take them two, three years. Yeah, uh, it's, it's definitely going to take them, uh, you know, uh, a significant amount of time. But, I mean, we saw with the Rams, when you had Todd Gurley really working, I mean, Jared Goff yeah. was able to open it up. But he needs that. He can't create it on his own. He uh, – well, the, the Detroit line – He needs line, to he run needs, it. He needs, he needs Swift to have a huge year. Yeah, Adrian Peterson was their number one rusher last year. I mean, you're, you're not going to be able to go anywhere with that. So you're yeah. going to have to have DeAndre Swift actually making some moves. That offensive line, though, uh, what pro uh, – Penny pro Sewell, the uh, rookie out of Oregon. They, they got them at 10th overall right now. Yeah, he's uh, he's gonna, he's a real deal. I've seen him in person, and he, he really could be a difference maker on the offensive line for yeah. Detroit. That was a good move. And I think – I like the moves that uh, Brad Holmes did – uh, they weren't going to win with Matthew Stafford, so it was probably good I, I don't to, see to his move on. As, I mean, I don't see golf as an upgrade, nor do I see Stafford as an upgrade for the Rams. I see the Lions yeah. place once again this year. Probably, probably six or seven. Six wins the most, maybe seven. Most. And the Bears are a team that's very intriguing to me. Um, the, the, the Bears, the Bears defensively are good. Of course, it's, it's Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy needs to change his philosophy. Their their receivers never get open. They 
they never get separation and they're and and then they want and then david montgomery i looked at what he had he only had six touchdowns mm -hmm. what did he do in the red zone they go i mean every time i see him play they never they they don't they don't get they throw two yard dump off passes. They they don't have a mag yeah, imagination well. offensively. I think yeah. it's the offensive coordinator Matt Nagy. Well, they were working with Mitch Trubinsky, who did not pan out very well either. So and then yeah, and then Nick Foles went down to number three. You know, yeah, I, I think this this young guy Justin Fields. I think he's going to be able to do some magic out there, though. I mean, th they're going to have to put him in though because. If you got, uh, you know, a guy like Andy Dalton that's going to come in with an offensive <laughs> line like that, I mean, right now they're looking at a 27th-ranked offensive line. You got no tackles in there, and you're going to put Andy Dalton up in there. I mean, Andy Dalton week one. Line. Yeah, you, he's going to get Justin killed week one. Make some magic. I mean, they have a they got a chance to to win ten games this year. If they rely on their defense, they still have Akeem Hicks. They still have Khalil Mack. They still have uh, uh, Smith. They're key defensive players. If they could hold the teams under 20 points, because they don't score any points, they score 23 points a game. What is that? What are they, 20, 25th or 26th? In, yeah, if they, had a, if they had a better offensive line, I would be more sold on the Bears. Uh, it's not just because I've red hair, but I, I feel I, I've always been an Andy Dalton fan. I think he's a more than capable quarterback. I think he performed well in Cincinnati, but he, he played under the tutelage of Marvin Lewis, who we know is not a postseason uh, success, successful guy. No. And I thought Andy Dalton got the short end of the stick there in Cincinnati and blamed for a lot of uh, things that weren't his fault. I think he's an above-average quarterback, not a superstar. But you give him the right tools, give him a decent line, I think he would really improve the Bears' attack. But uh, we'll see. There's one team that I think can compete with the uh, Green Bay Packers in this division. We haven't talked about them. It's the Minnesota Vikings. Mm -hmm. But – the big improvement is um, Mitch uh, Kirk Cousins was sacked 39 times. You can't win games when he's uh, on his back. Uh, Dalvin Cook uh, fumbled four times, and he had 1,500 yards. But uh, they need other people involved. Their defense is pathetic. Their defense is like 27-28. They're allowing 29 to 30 points a game. He had to come back and try to play Houdini at the end of this end of the games all the time. I mean, he had a good year. He had 35 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, right? I mean, if he could, if he could cut the, if they could cut the sacks down, right, yeah, and they could uh, get a, if their defense could play 100. I, I'm surprised a Mike Zimmer team would have a, a defense like that. That will get him fired. I'm shocked too. They need a new – I think they got a new uh, defensive coordinator this fall. I'm uh, shocked too because they have two superstars, not to be biased, but UCLA, my school. Uh, Anthony Barr. Anthony Barr and Eric Kendricks, who I think are terrific Pro Bowl caliber yeah. players. But I guess, but they, he, I guess that's not They disappear. Fair. 
There's nobody else on the defense besides those two guys. Their defense is pathetic. I right. saw them against the uh, – uh, I, I saw them last year a couple times, and they couldn't stop you and me. <laughs> That's pretty bad. I mean, yeah. if they could stop somebody, they, they'll give Green Bay all they can handle, and they can even make the playoffs. This is a make-or-break year for Mike Zimmer. He must make the playoffs, or he might he must contend. Because I think Green Bay is is uh, you know is beatable. I looked at their schedule. They play teams that will hurt them defensively. Baltimore likes to run the ball. Chicago likes to run the ball. Los Angeles likes to run the ball, right? And New Orleans, week one. In New Orleans, they're going to run the football more than passing the ball. They have no confidence in Jameis Winston. Mm -hmm. And if they can't stop the run, they're going to have a long year. I don't care what Aaron Rodgers does. He can miss the whole training camp, and, yeah, he, and he's not hes not going to have 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. Overall, it's a pretty weak division. I don't think a we're going to A bad division. Yeah. Right now, Green Bay is the team to, to win that division. But don't count out Minnesota if Minnesota's defense gets better. And, uh, and, and two, uh, if Thielen, uh, Thielen uh, has a big year, like I think he will, Adam Thielen and mm -hmm. Justin Jefferson, and they got, a rookie, did, they got a rookie out of LSU in the first round, right? Yeah, I think so. That, yeah. His roster. See, they're, they're going to they're gonna, – offensively, they'll be okay – Defensively, they—I don't know if they have enough parts to to beat uh, Green Bay. Well, a big thing with uh, what their offense, uh, what Christian Darasaw, uh, yeah. you know, coming out that left tackle, that first round pick, that's going to be a big thing. I mean, yeah, I saw that an offensive line trying to get Kirk Cousins a little more protection. That's going to be huge, especially if you got Dalvin Cook doing what he did last year. I mean, that's just going to open up everything. See, I would rely on – I would uh, keep the defense off the field. Mm -hmm. And, two, they – he gets sacked too much. He throws the ball in the coverage because he's worried about being sacked. And they fumble too much. Uh, they turn the ball over a lot in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Cousins is not the answer. His time there is just about done. He's only had four game-winning drives in three years. You know? Yeah, that's – Ryan yeah. Tannehill had six just last year by himself. That's pretty bad. Oh, See, oh. I think he can manage it, but other than that, uh, I don't think they could beat. I think Chicago, if Chicago played it right, defensively they could they could stay with Green Bay. Right. But offensively, they're pathetic. And yeah. two, another thing is, is Allen Robinson is he going to be there opening day? They're talking about him wanting out of Chicago. Right. I saw some reports about that. Yeah, I saw that. Gonna, yeah, that's going to make them go downhill. Even yeah, they'll more. go downhill. They don't have receivers. Yeah. What are they going to rely on? Anthony Miller? Daryl Mooney? Uh, is J Jimmy Graham is on their team, right? Jimmy Graham the bet, uh, is on the Chicago, Chicago Bears, right? Uh, I don't know where Jim Graham ended up. That's a great question. I thought he was maybe in Chicago, right? Mm -hmm. 
Jimmy Graham is with the Bears. You are correct, yeah. sir. He's the backup, uh, but they got a re- they got a second year guy out of Notre Dame that uh, they're going to rely on heavily. Um, that he didn't play that much last year. But Jimmy yeah, Graham, division, uh, Jimmy Graham is a good possession receiver. He had eight touchdowns, and mostly in the red zone. And he was a good third down receiver. The Nick Foles and Mitchell Tabinski relied on Jimmy Graham a lot. Still got a lot in the tank at thirty four years old. Definitely. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he has a lot in the tank, but he's he'd be good like in the uh, red zone. Yeah. yeah bottom line. Bottom line, overall, pr- pretty sad division. Still, Green Bay's to win. I don't think yeah. much noise in the playoffs, uh, even even as the division winner. But uh, you can't count on Aaron Rodgers unless he's mentally no. not in the right. They, they, they're not gonna. They're not gonna go to Jordan Love. They're not gonna get to that uh, point. I'd be shocked. They'll never let that uh, happen. They'll have him sit out the whole year, and he's not gonna do that. Yeah. He's not going to retire. He's not going to Jeopardy. It's just a ploy. <laughs> he's, Last he's thing coming. I want to mention about uh, – oh, never mind. This is NFC oh. West. I don't want to talk about the NFC West. <laughs> <laughs> but with uh, – I mean, we're real quick with the Packers. I mean, uh, Bakhtiari coming off his injury. You got a right tackle issue. You got yeah. Issue. Yeah, I remember the that. The line kind of in shambles. Aaron Rodgers coming back if he chooses to do so. How do you think he's going to be all hold up there? Do you think they're going to be able to get back to that same place that they're at with Devontae Adams if he's coming back just as he is, Aaron Jones, all these guys? Aaron Jones could have a, be- a better year than last year. But with that offensive line in shambles, how-, how do you think that's going to be able to affect them right there? Um, I don't think – I still think he'll get the yards. I'm concerned about the defense. Because the defense allowed 4.5 yards on the ground last year. And it showed in the playoffs that they couldn't stop the run. And I think yeah, they're going to struggle against the run. Gonna, but re- regardless of the defense, is Aaron Rodgers going to have a difficult time playing behind that line? I mean, he is. He might. That's another age. reason why he's stalling, probably. Yeah, you can't take any. He knows deep inside that he's gonna he's gonna struggle. Look at what he did uh, last year in the NFC Championship game. He didn't do that well. Right. He threw the ball in the coverage. He had turnovers. I mean, they they're good. They're they're in a weak division where they could win seven or eight games. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then the rest, they could split. Like like another team that we're going to talk about on Tuesday. They could do the same thing. Because the division's so weak. I mean, the only there's only one or two teams. The key is uh, week, week one, they play New Orleans. And then they go. And then they got a week three, they go to San Francisco. See, that's going to be tough for them. Right. They got to go to the, on a Sunday night, and then they got a Monday night game that, that could be a trap game against Detroit in Green at Green Bay. They got it's five games on national TV. They're thinking that he's going to be there. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, they're, they're not going to have Jordan Love. 
on, yeah. on national TV. They don't want Jordan Love. Jordan Love is he's going to be a good quarterback five, ten years down the line if he ever plays. <laughs> I mean, I saw him at Utah that. State. He has a good arm, but I mean, yeah, is when is he going to? He, they're not going to throw the season away. Going back to the Chicago Bears, don't be surprised. Justin Fields starts opening day in Los Angeles. That's why Sunday night football went to Los Angeles, probably. Wow, they're going to throw him to the Wolves. Yeah, because they're thinking Khalil Mack, Justin Fields, uh, Roque Smith. Maybe he can reverse uh, the trend of uh, Ohio State quarterbacks doing so poorly the last several years. Yeah, they throw him to the Wolves. Yeah. They shouldn't be doing that, unfortunately. So is there any I think the Bears, the Bears, with all their problems – they made the playoffs barely. Right. Could they make a wild card run? The Bears no way. with their defense? Or you doubt it? I I, I don't see it happening. I could see Minnesota maybe if Minnesota's defense if if uh, they change their defense philosophy. Hmm. I like Adam Thulin, and I like I like Dalvin Cook, and I like that rookie uh, Jefferson out of LSU. Right, he's good, solid. Player. And I like I like the offensive line help that they got in the draft. Well, I, I think it's also, uh, I mean, a great situation for the Vikings with Jefferson having such a good year because if Thielen, you know, Thielen doesn't have to do as much anymore and he's no. still going to be able to rack up the yards, you know, because everybody's going to be looking at Jefferson trying to have a sophomore slump. They're going to be double teaming them. They're going to put the coverage towards him. So you got Adam Thielen now that maybe some people would have forgotten how great he is, and now he's just going to be able to take off. And that does it here for the NFC North, as once again, thank you very much for tuning in to the RL Football Report, the podcast covering all things football at all levels. Once again, we're going through the NFL as we're going from division to division. First with the NFC, we had the NFC West in our first episode, and NFC North this one. We're going to be moving on to the South, then moving on to the East before we move on to the AFC. So make sure that you stay tuned with us for all of your updates on the NFL season. Thank you very much once again. This is Ryan Ketchum, Larry Sanderson, Chris Ramirez, and Bill Jones on the football, the RL Football Report. Thank you.